Woo! Monday, August 16th, 2021. Already halfway through August, uh, and it's a bit smoggy out there, I guess, out of that, or it's fog with a tinge of smog. I'm not sure which way to go with it. It's not as hot as I thought August would be, which is great. Um, but uh, yeah, the 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 smog situation isn't so good. Uh, if I check the AQI, I don't think I have AQI. Yes, so the AQI is basically just the reading of <clears throat> what uh, the air quality is in Beijing. And it's only saying it's 91 right now, which means that it's um, not terrible. Uh, but uh, I guess there's enough smog in the, the air to uh, to be registered. Uh, it's times like this. It might also be getting ready to rain again. Uh, it's been raining on and off for the last couple days, uh, but by no means as violently and as much as it was in July. Uh, if you didn't see it, I'm not sure you would because you're not in China and you're probably not in the ESL industry. Wall Street has closed down. For those of you who don't know what Wall Street is, Wall Street English is one of the more famous <clears throat> ESL or English uh, teaching schools, chain schools around the world. And they are very popular in uh, uh, China. Uh, they had lots of um, places, lots of locations. Uh, Wall Street English, uh, English First or EF, <clears throat> and then also, uh, I guess, Xindongfang or XDF, and then also Tall, uh, I can't remember what Tall stands for, something adult language, I think, I can't remember. But those are sort of your primary providers of uh, extracurricular uh, English and other types of subjects, classes. Wall Street and EF, or English First, those were primarily focused on the English language. One of the things that those companies did uh, that uh, I think prompted this crackdown, this recent crackdown on private tuition is that they were lending out money, so they were financing, they would let students finance their uh, tuition, their costs, for their course costs, at maybe like some stupid number, first of all. So it was some stupidly high number. Second of all, they would finance it at an interest rate that was stupid. And then, I mean, the return on value Let's put it this way. When you learn a language, how much do you think you can make back from that language in a given time? I mean, if you're just studying English for to, to pass an exam, say that, say you are in high school and you have to pass the Galcal or pass get into an, a university uh, somehow, so you have to prove your proficiency. I mean, even then, you haven't earned anything from your English lessons. Now, you can go ahead and try to talk the book about, oh, well, learning languages, the business language, this opens up more opportunities. Again, if you don't know how much you can earn on that language, any language, particularly in English, English is a little bit easier because a lot of people use it. It's used for business around the world. So having even a basic understanding uh, puts you a leg up on some people who don't ever develop that, that ability. But that being said, if you're going to be taking out money, and this isn't just for English class, this, you're seeing this in uh, the United States as well with tuition fees. What is the return on your investment on that education? Is it worth it? That's why the government cracked down. Or at least that seems to be why the, the government cracked down on a lot of the private tuition schools uh, and are, is now sort of 
encouraging more. Uh, well, they they're not encouraging so much English schools, but they're encouraging a lot more um, vocational, so practical, and then also uh, subjects that would support the subjects that are already in place. So uh, you have your science, technology, engineering, and math. Now they're adding in arts because they do want a more dynamically thinking uh, population, basically, of uh, education base. So with these, this uh, Wall Street English um, closing down and with EF in financial duress as well, lots of people have not been paid. Um, but that being the case, a lot of those people have also already left the country. Some of them, if they remained, they've probably picked up work elsewhere. Uh, it's, I mean... It's already been one school year since the uh, the great pandemic shutdown of 2020. Uh, I'd be surprised if they were still out of work. I don't know how they would be because you can't afford to live in a place like Beijing or Shanghai. Uh, you could live outside of the cities uh, on a pretty cheap, but you're not living long uh, in the country without a visa sponsorship and without... Uh, some sort of uh, money to pay for for things, especially for rent, and that's probably the the big thing is that visa sponsorship. And a couple months ago, uh, or actually last year during the pandemic, the the Chinese government basically said we're just going to cancel all these visas, uh, all these um, issuances, and the, for a bunch of people, and then have them reapply. So whether or not it was all a coordinated effort, I don't know. I don't really care to look into it. Uh, but that is sort of um, the sequence of events, and this is what's happened here: is that Wall Street English. Uh, has now closed down, and it they owe their students lots of money. <laughs> so those lawsuits are going to go on for quite a while. Uh, that being the case, health code QR scanning is back all over the place. So not only do you have to scan to get into uh, malls and other public places and a lot of the compounds, you also have to scan once you go into uh, a store. So it's like a double scan, basically. Even though you've already scanned and proved your your uh, in your in in infectiveness, you're uh, you're you're basically not infected. You have to scan again to go into another place. So and Starbucks has employed people to stand by the door, uh, and a lot of places are employing one person to stand by the door and just make sure that everybody scans the bloody uh, QR code health code app. At the uh, at the at the entranceway, uh, the NAT test requirements have also gone down from within the week to within 48 hours of your arrival of wherever you're going to go. So any work trip or any sort of place that requires a, a, a nucleic acid test, it has to be done within 48 hours. So that, that puts a little bit of a pinch on uh, timing for for us and everything. So that's a uh, uh, that's the current situation in, in here in Beijing, at least. Um, but hopefully I'll be able to see what it's like outside of Beijing towards the end of September and possibly into October because I am planning my annual vacation. Going back to Canada is not an option. If I did, I'd probably get locked out. I'm not going to lie. It's too much of a risk. Um, Canada is on one of the lists that I don't think it's easy to transport uh, to and from. So it'd be just, it'd be kind of like almost COVID roulette, Russian roulette in going there. Because who knows what could happen, especially with, uh, if you've seen the latest media uh, headlines about the uh, the couple of Canadians who've been in trouble with the law here. So there's uh, one drug smuggler, uh, drug trafficker. I, 
I don't know how much he was trafficking, but it was it was a, a substantial amount. Uh, but uh, then also the uh, the two quote unquote spies. I don't know if that's entirely accurate, but they have now been at least one of them has been sentenced. I'm not about, I'm not sure about the other. So sort of the, the the country has moved its chips in those departments and uh, finalized their decisions on what's going to happen to those guys. So Canada is not in the good graces of the Chinese government at the moment. So going overseas might prove a little bit difficult. Uh, but that being the case, I do see that Winnipeg and other places in Canada are opening up, uh, which is good to see uh, that you guys are able to get out and about and uh, get back to life as normal. Let's hope it uh, stays that way. Uh, now, this is interesting. I saw this uh, article recently, and uh, you know this goes hand-in-hand hand with last week's little spiel about you know, how, much, how many of the conspiracy theories can you believe? And, you know, I'd almost like to see it played out in a movie before I even think that it's possible. Because it's just... So the idea is that uh, the all of this NAT testing <clears throat> that's going on, and this isn't just for China. This is like for, for all over the place. It's that there's some sort of DNA harvesting going on. Well, I don't know. I, I guess... But correct me if I'm wrong, these things have to be stored properly. The collection of it would be an insane amount of money. <clears throat> and then making sure it's properly collected and documented. I, I guess you could do it, but you know what? I, I just have full faith in humanity that something will fuck up. So uh, I'm not saying that it has to, but it just kind of like, it's such a grandiose idea that it belongs in an episode of like the X-Files or the Outer Limits or, you know, something that one of the current conspiracy theorists are talking about. I guess it's possible, but when has this ever been able to happen? I, I don't know. It's, it, it's funny. I'd like to see it in a movie first. Put it in a movie, I might believe it afterwards. Um... Anyway, so that's uh, sort of what's been going on. News I've been reading and everything. Finished Chinese class today. Um, getting a little bit easier. My Chinese teacher does speak all Chinese to me, mostly. I've realized this primarily. Whereas my Russian teacher, she is speaking a lot of English still. Uh, but that's because i got to ask a lot of questions about the uh, the grammar and the, the language itself. Uh, but uh, Chinese, primarily in, in Chinese, in the language itself. Uh, and... I got to figure out a better way to structure my studies just because it's the that my current, I'm not spending enough time on it. If I want to get the HSK5 books done by the end of the year, I got to up my game. I have a few ideas, but again, it's getting difficult because with the current work arrangements, it's tough to commit that much time at work and then at home as well. I can't meld the two as I was doing before. It's just gotten a little bit more uh, trickier with um, uh, doing a lot of teleconferencing and things like that. Anyway, I hope you guys are doing well. Hope your uh, weekend was good and that your week is off to a good start. It's uh, Monday, middle, middle of August. I guess some kids are already back to uh, daycare and schools, uh, as I saw on Facebook. Uh, it's still pretty quiet around here for uh, the kids uh, going to school. You don't see any of the, you know, the standardized uniforms, and you do hear a lot of children running around at all times of the day. So, uh, which is good. They should get out and play and enjoy the uh, the uh, the summer weather while they can before they get locked back into the classrooms and studying again. All right. Hope you guys are well. Take care, and uh, for sure we will talk again. Bye bye.